0: into the contest. Oh, gracious, to this. It's Friday the 2nd of April. Welcome to our afternoon Sport Deep Dive. I'm Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And, and the most pivotal question today, Shane, is <laughs> what do you wash the pig down with? Well, I think, mate, we're going to put it into a,
1: uh, you put it into a, into a, it's like a water bath, um, so you keep it nice and moist, mate, but there'll be some, nice like some cloves in there, there'll be some, uh, some oranges, there'll be some, and a lot of uh, other little spices and herbs, um, so it's going to be fantastic, mate, it'll be cooked on coal, so I can't wait for that on Sunday, mate, but lots of footy. Between now and the pig coming out fully cooked on the spit,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Now th- that's what the pig will be uh, in. But my point was, what will you be drinking?
1: Oh well, Dad's got beer on tap down there, so it'll be a nice cold. Oh, does he? Yeah, it'll be a nice cold Carlton on, on tap, and uh, we might even have a few little gins and um, maybe a couple of O'Brien beers, mate. We'll see how we go.
0: And, of course, uh, on another positive front, the running game was released yesterday with Matt Dunning. That is a weekly rugby show. Look for that. It was great to get the Wallabies coach on. We also have an opportunity for you to win. All you need to do is follow Afternoon Sport on Twitter or Facebook and someone will be the lucky winner of the signed Spartan Ball by the Bulldogs. We will choose one down the track. Now, on today's show, we have comedian and rugby league fan Shad Wicker, also from Fox Sports. There's nothing about... AFL, he doesn't know. His name is Drew Jones. Well, Shane, uh, that was just a demolition job, Penrith over Manly, and they're in all sorts, aren't they? They are in all sorts, mate, and uh, it's a pretty
1: bad sign when during the game, you've got Jake Trebojevic trying to rev up his teammates, and the players aren't even looking at him in the huddle. there's some real concerns there. There's a lot of talk about Desi Hasler, but he signed in 2024, so he's not going anywhere. But uh, yeah, the NRL, so there's some real concerns. There's going to be some really, really big score lines this weekend. That's just the first
0: of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. what about the AFL? That was a ripping finish. The siren goes and, and Brisbane home. They'd been in such difficult circumstances uh, after the COVID, uh, the, well, you couldn't call it a breakout, but the COVID drama in Queensland... Yep, um, very
1: much so, mate, and a fantastic game. You know, Brisbane kicking the goal on the siren to win the match. Once again, another close game in the AFL and a tough start of the season for the Pies now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, there's so much to talk about. This is Good Friday. I hope everyone has and is having a wonderful Easter break. Coming up from Fox Sports, Drew Jones, a night of AFL. Wow. What a finish to the AFL last night. Brisbane just getting home on the siren. Drew Jones from Fox Sports. That's the kind of finish that Gil McLaughlin and his people would love. Yeah, that's uh, three one point games out of 19 matches so far yeah. this season.
2: Happy Easter, boys. And Likewise. Holy Thursday delivered in every way, didn't it? It was a fantastic finish. I think the big thing, Zach Bailey, the scriptwriter's mm. dream, wasn't it? After he laid that tackle. Last week on Mark Blitzarves on Thursday night footy, no result going his way, and the Lions lose in a close one to the Cats. They probably should have got the free kick, and then it's Bailey who's found by Daniel Rich to have the shot after the siren, every boy's dream. I can tell you I did it time and time again in the backyard. That gets (laughs) to do it on the biggest stage, and he absolutely flushed it. He turned around. He knew it was in as soon as he'd kicked it a little bit of a
1: dark part of the game. Um, Chris Main copped the, the sort of swinging arm from Charlie Cameron and, and light on the ground, then sort of continued to tell everyone to get away from him. He told the doctor to get away from him. He wanted to continue on. Surely, um, in the, this day and age with head injuries, um, surely the doctor should take charge, shouldn't they?
2: Really interesting, wasn't it? I, mm. I don't think I've ever seen that where a player has essentially said, no, I'm not concussed. Yeah. I'm fine. And then he was yelling at the umpire to give him the ball. He wanted to get on with the game, which I assume was to sort of placate the fact that the doctor was just standing there. If, if Main has the ball and, and mm-hmm. plays on, then the doctor kind of has to go off. Um, in that situation, I'm surprised the umpire didn't step in and say, I'm sorry, Chris, if the doctor wants you to come off because of a head knock, you're going to have to go. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. I, I wonder if the AFL clarify that over the weekend because it was a bit of a strange look. I'm pretty sure... There's also footage of Maine or there's photos at least of Maine on the bench continuing to to argue with some of the doctors from the Lions eventually go downstairs and get the concussion test and I believe that he he returned a negative Cog
0: State test and, and came back on and played. But yeah, very interesting, wasn't it? And Brisbane, look, uh, they'd had the most uh, difficult week, hadn't they? Like with COVID and everything else, and, and they haven't had the world's greatest start to the season. So it was it, it was quite a night to celebrate. Yeah, so it has been a really tough week for the Lions. I think from the point of
2: view, when you're on the bus going to the airport, um, especially with the amount of senior players they have who have kids and um, They'd, they'd been held up a couple of days, but were, were ready to get back. Um, they would have been, you know, looking forward to getting home. Of course, they'd lost that game against Geelong. So, you know, and then I guess when you lose, even more so, you, you want to just be getting home and, and seeing the family to sort of get turned around. The, the CEO had to get up on the bus and explain that the AFL said, I'm sorry, you can't go home. You're going to have to go back mm. to the hotel. That would have been quite difficult. Um, you know, flippantly, we tell the story, but to actually go through that wouldn't have been very nice. Um, they trained at Portman, They trained uh, at Richmond's home ground, Punt Road, and they were thrown a little bit around during the week. They all had to go out and buy new clothes. Um, the sponsors yeah. were desperately sending them stuff to wear through the week. Um, so no doubt it's been a peculiar experience. Um, and they didn't go through it too much last year. They did a little hub uh, in Sydney at one stage, but mostly they were um, in Queensland throughout the entire COVID shutdown period. So um, a lot of people have said this week, well, you know, they've got to, you know, they've got to pay their, their dues now and, and do it this time around, but that doesn't make it any easier. So um, going into the game at zero and two after a tough loss, they've got the Bulldogs to come in Ballarat who are in good form this was crucial for them and, you know, the siren sounded and they were still losing. So to get over the line, to get the win, Zach Bailey, the boy from the Northern Territory, mm-hmm. um, delivering when it mattered. It, it's a massive win. You could see how excited Chris Fagan was, the coach, and the players after the, the siren went and the goal went through. This one meant a lot. They had a few guys out. They didn't have a ruckman. There was... A lot against them last night, and they got the jockeys.
0: Now, now for me, this weekend, yeah, the Western Bulldogs in cracking form. Can't wait to watch them play. They get players returning. Buddy Franklin last week a, a remarkable return, three goals, and the Swans a great start to the season. But no, Buddy Franklin this weekend against Richmond, he didn't make the flight.
2: Yeah, it's a great shame that we didn't get the the Buddy v Dusty. You know, the preeminent mm. best player in the league right now in Dusty. Three-time Norm Smith medalist against the best player of the modern era. That you know, we, it hasn't been a time where they've been on the ground together. Where Dusty's been the guy who's sort of taken the mantle. Um, so that was you know a really exciting occasion, which would have been you know a beautiful day at the MCG on Saturday, twenty-eight de- degrees. It's forecast four. but having said that, it's still going to be a cracking game. The Swans have been the surprise packet of the season so far, up two and zip. Um, playing attacking, vibrant football. And if you'll remember, the last time these two teams played, Damien Hardwick had a go at John Longwire about being overly defensive. They were playing at the MCG. It was a wet day Mm. and the Swans dropped everyone back. And if you you remember, Damien came out during the week and said, my wife gave me a dressing down at home for the way I acted during the press conference. I I called John Longwire. I apologise for what I said. Um, and he sort of came out hat in hand saying he shouldn't have had to go at the Swans for a young Swans side for being too defensive. Well, now they're one of the most offensively attacking teams in the league to watch. Um, so there's a lot in this game. And, he, and his wife's not around. No, no Danielle is no longer <laughs> yeah. in the picture. Um, so anyway, um, Buddy, the big challenge there for, for Franklin was backing up. So I spoke to Nick Raywald about this yesterday. He was in the office. He said, he found after every big layoff that he had, the second game, he said you could barely fire a shot. Mm. So there's a five-day break for, them, for the Swans. They, play, they go from Saturday to Thursday night football. I get, they're keeping Buddy basically in cotton wool ready to go for Thursday night um, because he wouldn't have been able to back up if he had played sore on Saturday against the Tigers in Melbourne. Gotcha. And you're going to see some of these young
1: Swans, um, you know, the Logan McDonalds of the world, they're going to be really tested for the first time. They're young guys, and you expect that. But coming up against Richmond, who are a class act, uh, pretty good all over the park. Um, there's young Swans midfield. it would be good to see how they go, I think. It'll be a great test for them.
2: Different kettle of fish now, isn't it, when you think um, Braden Campbell, who was awesome last week with 25 disposals, beautiful left foot kick off the yes. half-back line. He's going to have you know, a Daniel Rioli or a Jason Castagna or a Jake Arts who is a forward, but they actually don't really care about kicking goals. They care about making life hard for you. That's a lot different than what he experienced last week against Adelaide. So that's, you know, that's one thing. And then Errol Goulden, who's going to be floating between the midfield and half forward, he's going to have an experienced campaigner, you know, maybe a Josh Caddy looking at him or a Marlon Pickett. Uh, and then Logan McDonald's either going to have Dylan Grimes or Noah Bolter uh, or David Asprey looking after him. So it's it's a whole nother level. You, you've got senior players who have won premierships mm. and best and fairests for their teams looking after you. It's going to be a lot different. Um, but Logan McDonald, um, in particular, I'm excited to see how he goes. Yeah, Nobody. Um, and, you know, there's been two rising star nominations for the, the other two. It's It's Logan's chance. It's his turn. Um, so if he can produce something on the G against Richmond, that'll go a long way towards cementing his place as one of the game's best young players.
0: Thanks, Drew. Have a great long weekend. Thanks, boys. Have a great Easter. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, he's a funny, funny man. Shad Wicker from Strippers to Rugby League. We don't know what's coming, but we're looking forward to it.
1: John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back.
0: PlaySport is calling Game On for a new way to play, a free platform to explore and be inspired to connect to thousands of sport, rec and wellbeing activities in your community. Just go to playsport.com. Play sport, whatever moves you. That was quite a win by Penrith. Nathan Cleary back, but Manly, boy, oh boy, what happens to Des Hasler? Our man Shad Wicker joins us from Queensland. What do you think of it? Mate, I'll tell you what, I feel
3: like we need to put a rule on this season, okay? I think mm. we are not allowed to count wins against four teams, the Bulldogs, <laughs> the Broncos, the Cowboys and Manly. If you beat these teams, they shouldn't count towards your record. Are they just the
1: bottom four, guaranteed? I, I couldn't agree more. It's a pretty dismal performance by Manly, but uh, yeah, there's some footage of uh, Jake Trevojevic trying to pump up his teammates and it seems to be falling on deaf ears. They, they weren't even looking at him when he was trying to pump them up.
3: Oh, I remember seeing that. It's. I feel like they are sitting there, Manly, really hoping that the other Trevojevic is going to like boost this back up, but it seems like no one wants to be there, which is – like alarming considering you live on the northern beaches. Like I thought you'd be stoked to be like sitting there right near the beach, but they look like they prefer to be surfing than playing footy at the moment.
0: And what about Desi Hasler? Boy, oh boy.
3: <laughs> Is it just me? I saw uh, after the game when it was on Fox Sports, they had, uh, they had uh, I think it was Matty John's show, and they were, they were doing an interview with Des and DCE sitting in the same room, obviously recorded before the game. But I couldn't help but watching just in that interview being like, it doesn't seem like they want him there anymore. Is that just me? It seems like he doesn't – he's not a part of where they want to go
1: next and everyone's sitting in that building on. geez, we gave him a very, very long contract. Well, that's it. He's there to 2024, and there's talk of him being involved in the club in some sort of other capacity post his tenure as coach. So he's going to be around, but yeah, I think you're right. The players seem to be just dreaming about going down the wharf bar for a few beers, (laughs) I think. I don't know what was going on.
0: Now, let's uh, have a look at one of the big, big stories of this week, and I know you've been across it. The stripper, the COVID, Palaszczuk, what has been happening in Queensland, mate? Mate, it's not bad, is it? We've, we've done pretty well, I reckon. We're killing it right now. Um,
3: I mean, you guys gave us COVID first and we sent our best and finest down in New South Wales to give it to you guys back. <laughs> Who would have thought you'd catch something off a stripper? You know what I mean? <laughs> you would have thought, socially distancing during the show. I love this tradie guy because I think this is one of the best narratives during COVID. You're a, you're a tradie, you moonlight as a stripper, you go to a hens party in Byron Bay. And you decide to poke your head into a retirement village for some strange reason and manage to spread it. Like, what is this guy's day? Like, you know what I mean? I, like, I love when these COVID things come out and they put out, um, my favourite thing during this pandemic is when you see what all of these people have been up to. Like, oh, they, yes. they publish where everyone's gone and, like, I've never been a gossiping housewife before in my life, but, geez, I, I pull out the judgery do and I sit there and go, what has this person been up to? In their day. The first guy in Brisbane, his was boring. He went to every takeaway shop in Brisbane, I reckon, when he first got COVID. This bloke strips in the night, gets up and grabs a coffee, goes on a date for lunch, and then goes to an escape room in the afternoon for an hour and a half. (laughs) How can you be the coolest and most boring person at the same time?
1: Well, you know they try and find out uh, in, in the corporate world, they always say follow the money. Woods. Well, it's, it's got to be the same with a stripper too. Just follow where the $1 bills are. You'll find out where the COVID's been for sure. Here's my is other it-
3: question. There's no mm. cash everywhere around here. Like We're not using cash anymore. How is he getting paid? Has he got one of those little square things attached to his thong? What, what's going on?
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to work out whether he, he got a couple of numbers away at the nursing home, whether he was doing a bit of stuff to Frank's. <laughs> It was just ridiculous. I love seeing them. The thing that made me feel good about the report the other day was when that doctor went through the Macca's drive through I thought, oh, okay, even doctors eat Macca's. Yeah. Mate, was, mate, those lists, I'll
3: tell you what, if you ever want to sit back maybe during this Easter long weekend and just have a good chuckle, go through what every person who's gotten covid managed to do in their day. And that's right. it makes you feel a hell of a lot
1: better for what you're getting up to. Now, let's get back on the footy. We're talking about the Cowboys. I want to talk about stripping Cowboys here, but the Cowboys seem to be in a bit of trouble up there as well, mate.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, intrigued about the Cowboys situation because being someone that, like I lived in North Queensland for so long, so the Cowboys are a huge part of uh, my life up there. The, the saga continues of the post-JT era, isn't it? It's like they mm. just cannot find someone to lead this team around the park. And they, they really convinced themselves that like Clifford was going to be the guy and then it was going to get drink water or something like that to come up and, and run the show. And is it true now that they're thinking that they're going to go and have a crack at Reynolds or, God forbid, Luke Brooks? If I had to choose one of the two out of that, you'd definitely go Reynolds because, in my view, Brooks is not as good as everyone says they, uh, he is. And I reckon the Cowboys are just going to sell themselves again by paying overs for a half that's not going to bring them any kind of joy.
0: Yeah, I think I think Adam Reynolds. They are really closely looking at him. And to be honest, his kicking game is still brilliant. He played well last week. I think that he may be a valuable asset to him, but who knows? He's post thirty. Okay, finally, mate, Brisbane Broncos. They got they got something to to smile about with that win over the Dogs. But you basically, uh, you know, um, they they got the massive acid test this time. They've they've been out of home. They've got to go to Melbourne. Boy oh boy, I don't think they've won there since Noah was a boy.
3: Mate, I'm t- like I said earlier, you don't count those wins. You can't count a win against the Bulldogs who haven't scored a point in forever, like, as a massive win for the Broncos to turn around. I think the only way the Broncos are going to be able to beat the Melbourne Storm is if we send a tradey stripper down to Melbourne and we give their team and their B-grade team COVID, and so we have to line up against the under-8s or something. There is no way that the Broncos are going to beat the Storm. I don't care who's back, who's in the halves, who's on the bench. This is just literally just trying to hold your breath and get through the rest of this season
1: well Shad mate thanks for your time listen I'll let you let you go now and get your chaps on and head down the retirement village mate good luck down there today put on a good show
0: will you? <laughs> 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 thanks mate that's it for afternoon sport today we'll be with you Monday to Friday every week hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss it a big thank you goes out to our guests today Shad Wicker and Drew Jones our sponsors they're wonderful Shane yeah www follow us afternoon sport on Twitter or Facebook and you could win a sign ball by the Dogs. Dan McHugh our producer thank you. Happy Easter everyone we'll see you next week.
1: Take care guys and we'll see you after the break. Enjoy yourselves.